Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Uh, this is a very special breaking news. Last night, I was stunned. I was overturned. In fact, uh, the amount of turn up that I turned yesterday, I've never turned it in my life before. But I just want to give you people a glimpse of a, or a shadowing or a forecasting of what's going to be happening this December in Nigeria. This one that you saw yesterday is nothing. Nothing. Wait till December. Wagba. Wagba. Yo, the police is really out here getting twerked on, bro. What's up with people in doing that? In DC? No, this is in Baltimore. Let's act like we have some semblance of order and fucking continuity in this shit. This nigga's on Twitter, man. You on Twitter right now? The summer's over. And we're watching the sun finally set. This is me putting a bad signal on the air for a former comrade. I haven't forgotten about you. Cruise out of the town in a rental. Listen to the silence crescendo. But you the only one I miss. Party next door, we haven't forgotten about you. Summer's over. Even though you might have forgotten about us. And I feel the same way you do. Unconditional love is a real thing. Separation anxiety is a real thing, you know. From the summertime? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next stages, but like something about the pool closing today just I wanted to shed a tear. To be honest. Yeah, I waited until the last day that I could swim in my apartment car. This is also my first time in the pool. <laughs> the last day This is not my first time in the pool. The last day that the the pool would be open, I taught myself how to swim, finally. At my big age, so <laughs> congratulations, you know, milestones. I didn't, yeah. I didn't waste the entire summer. You also lost an earring in the pool. I lost an earring in the pool, or I might not have put it on, but I specifically remember putting my putting putting one in this ear when I was sitting down ordering some food. I was just trying to play with my ear, so just checking in, just doing <laughs> a diagnostic. You be playing with your ears? Is that what niggas with uh, earrings do? Yep. You just you just mess with the piercing. That's interesting, man. But um, today's a beautiful Monday. It's about uh, feels like, feels like a solid seventy nine. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I haven't checked my weather app, but it feels like a solid seventy nine. Um, just got out the pool, enjoyed some wings, courtesy of our resident uh chef. What what was that sauce? It's like a sweet chili jerk sauce. Sweet chili jerk. Yeah, because it wasn't just. Everything. Yeah, it wasn't just. It wasn't just like mumbo sauce. It was yeah. like. <clears throat> It was it was just a fusion. I don't even think it was it was no mumbo sauce. No. Yeah. Wait. The, so the bottle was mumbo, but she just oh. that's like when Nigerians put the okra in the. I didn't know she did that. I just thought plastic. it was mumbo sauce in there. Yeah. But that shit was hitting. Waffle fries, some Lido's. Fried. I still got one wing left too, man. I don't even know how many I ate. All Lots today, today I've been I've been doing things without counting reps. I've been swimming laps without counting reps. Also, um, we are also enjoying. 
you know, um, the the new the new uh, official drink of the podcast. I believe did we come to that conclusion? I mean, yeah, might as well. Yeah, um, we want to let the people know. You know, this is a nice, and I feel like it's also a nice. This is a nice transition drink. You know, you could. You, this is a. This is like an all weather drink. You know, it's an all weather vibe. It's not a. It's not a mimosa. You know, you can only. You can't sip mimosas all the time. I mean, you can't sip. Arguably, uh, shout out to all the December birthdays though. They still be. They still be brunching with the mimosas in, in the cold. <laughs> in the cold. In fur coats. Yeah, I don't Shivers. think the mimosas don't have a. Uh, that's how they, they don't that's have why they get Because so they they gotta drink so much to keep warm. Shout out to all the women that were um, belligerently drunk yesterday in DC, and I'm sure there was men as well that were belligerently yeah, drunk. Yeah, we, I just pulled, didn't we see pulled up to <laughs> to decades at five o'clock. <laughs> now nah, it might have been six. It was six. It was six. Maybe. It was six. no. It was six because we were supposed to get about five. Even if it, it was even if it was it was six. daylight. It was daylight. I didn't know that zombies could exist in the daylight. That's a fact. I, I thought that was a part of their existence, was that zombies and, have to stay away from the sun. The, but I seen zombies in the sun yesterday. In WPPs, you know, sometimes you'll find a zombie if you if you get the code. No, because you, you explain. WPP? Yeah. A, okay, I'm going to spell it out for you. W-Y-P-O-P-O. Oh, so you, so you call it WPP? Well, yeah, that was like my little acronym for it. Basically, I'm saying, you know, I, I don't see zombies in all forms. Only on, you know, one side of the fence. That was the first time in my life where I saw a zombie while the sun was up. Was still up. That's crazy, man. That's how you know it was a crazy situation. Her head was laying on the fire hydrant. She was definitely she was in I love hydrant. you bitches mode. Yeah, most definitely. Then we got in line of decades. Um, shout out to decades, dumbasses, because this shit is packed, right? And then you have one person, you got two security guards and one person running people up and down the stairs. I don't know. People just like to create hype. You just like to have people standing outside your club so people know that, ah, I hate the club so fucking much. Oh. So you can look, you can look like your your experience is being coveted. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, we were standing outside um, waiting to get to the, to the section and a fight broke out. <laughs> Immediately. I said, guys, 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 guys. It's Labor Day weekend. It was just a whole bunch of I don't give a fuck, bitch. Like I just kept hearing that over and over. Why are you people vexing? <laughs> Cause they was drunk, bro. It's Labor Day you, weekend. I, shout out to Hell's Um, um do, are you familiar with this gentleman? No. You you are. He follows you on Instagram. No? Oh, somebody else. A guy, he's a he's like a comedian. Um, shout out to Hell's Um, he was like, yo, can we just go back to wholesome Sundays? Like, what's up with uh, Sunday fun day? Like Sunday funny is really taking a toll on people. Like Niggas will really start drinking at 10 a.m. and not leave the final club until 12 a.m. the next day. You see what I'm saying? Brunch and day party. Like Sunday fun day is brunch day party then after spot. It's usually a two to three, two to three uh, location thing. And a lot of niggas, you know, a lot of y'all not built for that. Y'all not built for the marathon. The brunch will start at one. People might get there between like two and four, but you're literally out. But y'all be getting lit before the brunch. Huh. No, because you haven't eaten anything yet. Huh? Aziz, how many times have you came to me and said, I don't understand why women be drinking and not eating? No, that's, I mean, they get to brunch and don't eat. Okay, so you you telling me none of these women is pre-gaming a brunch? If they, if they... I literally don't see why you would. Your plan, like, your plan is to go... I feel like people pre-game whenever they go out. They can, but that's what I'm saying. Especially like you I'm know, not sure it's like seasoned veterans. I'm not it's, treating it like it's specific to brunch at the pregame. I'm talking about this. I'm talking about okay. There's a spectrum of people. Yeah. So the season. I'm talking about the niggas talking that's about. really trying to get lit like that because obviously the people that's on the, the lady that was on the fucking floor at six o'clock when the day when the sun is still out. She can't. She can't. That couldn't have been off too, and maybe if it was, it was. But my my assumption is she she tried to she tried you know to. To um, experience a certain lifestyle, she might not have been ready to, you know, endure. You need to be honest with yourself about your conditioning, man. That's a fact. And if you're not conditioned, get in the gym. You can't expect to just do full laps in the pool if you haven't been consistent. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you can't. What well, right? Let's just lead. say, these people are great because of continuing those mundane tasks. Like it's guaranteed to make you successful, bro. It just is boring and it takes a long time. What, mund- what mundane task can prepare you for Sunday fun day? Monday fun day, Tuesday oh, so fun you day. You kind of have to. You have to condition. You have yeah. to know your conditioning. You gotta get in the gym another day. 
That's all I'm saying. Oh, but yeah. Or at least don't act like you're a marathon runner and you're trying to run a marathon. Yeah, just know your role. That's what I'm saying. Know what lane you're I'm not even saying you should condition yourself, but I'm saying if you know that's not your speed, it's not your tempo. Yeah. Come on, man. Who are you trying to impress? Slow down. But um, it's not going anywhere. But uh, yeah, decades was was it was cool. Um, the only reason it was cool is because of um, BC on my roof. Shout out to BC. Happy Good birthday! For Today's her birthday. Happy birthday, BC! Happy birthday! Um, Obviously, yeah, that's the only reason. I've never been in decades, and that was really the only reason that I was gonna go to decades was for BC. So thank you for making me go somewhere I wouldn't. There was a lot of birthdays today yesterday, man. Never otherwise be. Who else's birthday was yesterday? Nah, I don't oh, know. Shout out to Carl. Carl's birthday is. Was yesterday. Today? Today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it was just OD packed in decades. Yeah, I fucking hate, dog. Why am I paying money to put it on the table and I'm at the table and I have to feel this nigga and his girl twerking on my leg? Both of them is on my leg. I'm feeling his knee and her thigh on me. I can't even stand in one spot. They're pushing me like this. That's secondhand. Huh? That's secondhand. Secondhand twerks from a woman and a man. You and then the guy, and then the guy, the guy's such an idiot, right? You didn't bargain for all that. I didn't bargain for all that. I didn't. I don't want that. I wouldn't be there otherwise. I'm only there in support like we of paid a different. for exclusivity, and, <laughs> and I don't have any exclusivity. And our table is up against another table. I still have to get told by bouncers that I need an escort to go to a section I already fucking paid for. And they can't walkie-talkie. It's 2019. Y'all niggas don't got walkie-talkies. They you can't walk you upstairs and say, this nigga in this color shirt is coming up. Let him through. He already paid. No. And it's two of them. <sighs> the security upstairs can't communicate with security downstairs. And they made the girl with the short legs carry, uh, climb all those Climb all the way up. And she's slow. She's not African. She doesn't work with vigor and pace. She was using too much cadence, man. God damn. She's trying to be cute, sometimes, man. She had a little red jumpsuit on. Sometimes we use too much cadence. Why am I paying $50 to get a fucking table? And that's my portion. That's not. It's not for the table. I mean, people that have been in the club, they know. Why am I paying that to get twerked on by a nigga and his girl? Then the then an idiot is gonna say, "Oh God, you're aggressive." Who said that? The guy that's twerking on me. Says you're aggressive. Yes. What was aggressive about your behavior? Because they was twerking on me and I was giving them a little pushback. It was a couple points. Okay, sometimes you know, there's there's two variations of this. Sometimes when a nigga is um, catching a wine from a girl, he's not really, his leg's not really sturdy. Sometimes you have to support your, your brethren. You have to support him and also because sometimes he'll be leaning into you in a way that's going to throw you off balance. And well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you don't. But if you're not even worried about your balance, if you just, if that's your brother and you see him that he needs some support, you got to spot him a little bit. Yeah. This was, a, but this was not that. This was not my brother. This was just some random nigga that was any. This, uh, uh, this was some random nigga that was too close to us. So he said, "Oh God, you're aggressive." And then I just, I just paused for three seconds, cause I had to, <laughs> I had to make sure, like I had to think, like did, could he have said anything else? But no, that's what I, that's what he said. So he said, "Oh God, you're aggressive." I said, "Remember that guy too?" Yeah, with the braces. Yeah, thirty year old nigga with braces. Agbayanie, fool. Hey, but you know, if y'all want to get y'all teeth right when you're, you know, 30, I'm, I'm get not Invisalign. I'm, Don't no, no, no. Be a child. Get Invisalign first and foremost. That's a fact. Get good insurance at 30. If you're 30, you should have better insurance and be able to get Invisalign or just better money. Don't have Hopefully, braces at 30. Jesus but if you're making that investment to get your teeth right, I can't knock you. Um, but yeah, he said you're aggressive. I said, guy, this is my, this is our section. Don't tell me I'm aggressive. You guys are on me, and I like my personal space. Why am I paying $50 to be packed like a sardine? We should have went to Made in America, bro. Nigga, we should have went to the crib. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? We should have went to Made in America. And then it was a, a, a certain thing. Like, you know, the Drake line is like, uh, he was like, uh, and while all of your while all your friends are partying, I'm just here making all the music that they party to. That they party too. I had that moment when I was in the club yesterday. Because I'm just looking around like, bro, I don't even... The shit to get these niggas excited, I don't get excited about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, where were we at on, uh, oh, that's where we also went beforehand, though. On Thursday, that was the first night of this long marathon of shenanigans. We were at Blue uh, White Do-Rag DC. And before we were at White Do-Rag, we were at um, Complex Shells. Uh, yeah. Pop-up, let's talk yeah, about that first. Yeah, yeah, we can talk. I was just mentioning how, like, still to this day, like, Sheck West comes on. Yeah, you can, you, can, you can visually see people like look around, like trying to decide if 
they're going to get excited. Am I about to turn up to this joint? Can DJ stop playing Shaq West, bro? Like yeah. back to back, they played two Shaq West records. <sighs> So tired of that nigga, bro. So, so much mediocre shit that gets niggas lit. Like. But I was, I forgot. It's like it's easy to forget about these people because I don't go out that often. But then going to Cloak and Dagger at that joint was like, oh wow, this is still what y'all still y'all still acting like you know what happened hasn't happened. Y'all are still ignoring. Like, come on, yo. Like, there's no. Well, I mean, do we even know what happened? It's alleged with some video. And that's another thing. Some that's video, another thing. With some video evidence. That's another thing, bro. I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet. Uh, uh, I, I know who said it, but I'm not gonna say who said it. But they was like, Meg, "I love Meg. She's my homie, but she's linking with a lot of abusers lately, and it's kind of weird." Like who? Well, the one that I Dang. know she was talking about. I didn't know I finished this wing, bro. <laughs> the one I knew she was talking about was fabulous because that was when. The video of Meg pouring a deuce in fabulous mouth. Fabulous mouth, mouth which yeah. yes. So, but he's a thought for that. But he's a thought. Continue. But then she was like, she, she's leaking with a lot of abusers. I'm like, we we see, we should not have the right to comment on anybody's um, personal life if we don't know them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You cannot go off of a video. I mean, we wouldn't want, we wouldn't want that it's, for it, ourselves look, either. Yeah, look, it doesn't look good. And Fabulous was not right. No. And I don't know who was right because I wasn't there. That's the point of the thing. When you cannot judge somebody and, and, and call somebody an abuser when you don't know what happened. She don't. She's not saying what happened. He's not saying what happened. They're on Instagram, supposedly happily to. You know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That, why they, are we still they, calling? They resolve whatever conflict. Why, that they yeah. Had why are we themselves? acting like we know people's lives? We don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. Like. That shit, that shit really fucking irks me. Like we, we, we see because people are celebrities, and we're so addicted to knowing about popular people. Yeah. Like we feel like it's okay to talk about niggas' personal lives. Like it's because a lot of them have made themselves a lot more accessible too. Like, well, like, like. I don't even think it's about accessibility because. There's people. There's, like, there's, there's celebrities. Things, there's TMZ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like there's, right. But there's also celebrities and there's people in the music industry, especially that happen to just don't get caught in any of this. Well, so, I also feel as though most of the time that's because they're not doing dumb shit to get caught up in. Like sooner or later, the truth will come to light, and it's only a matter of how fast it does. Right, but I was saying because you said that it's TMZ. Mm-hmm. When I when I hear you mention that, I'm thinking of the fact that TMZ is who sees these celebrities being casual. Like so and so went to. Wegmans today, and here's but if the you're not at Wegmans just regularly, they're not going to see you. Is what you're point. Yeah, so it's, it's it's just like it doesn't even but take the, them doing something. But the same the nigga that's day. not going to be at Wegmans regularly is not going to be doing no dumb shit. Is my point. Like the nigga that's doing dumb shit, like abusing his wife. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That shit is going to get out. If oh you're, yeah. If you're doing shit that's not right, it's going to get out. You're oh, hurting yeah. people. Like that shit is going to get out. It's oh, gonna, yeah. Like so, it's just the fact of like if we don't know what happened, my nigga, like you. It's just why do we care so much? You go you now. Meg the Stallion, the hottest. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? That's why. That's why Dave Chappelle is a real nigga too, son. Because he mentioned how he was supposed to be involved with the R. Kelly documentary, yeah. but he declined because he said, "I don't know that. I don't nigga. know that nigga. Yeah, that's a fact. I don't know that nigga. Even having an opinion now, and and he said and, the only. He, this is what he said. He said the only thing I know is what they're telling me." That's what he said. The only thing I know is what they're telling me. And you see me. how this is without him saying what he did was... He didn't say oh, what he did was right. He right or wrong. It or wrong. He, he just said, said, I don't know. I'm not going to be in this documentary about this ongoing investigation while also, about stuff. While also acknowledging that if he did it, fuck him. Yeah. But I just don't know. I don't know him. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Shout out to um, Dave Chappelle. That, that, that nigga's the goat. That nigga's the yeah, too. a lot of people uh, had choice words, had some reviews about Chappelle's new special Sticks and Stones on Netflix. Jay Z said, um, he said, I know real niggas is fucking with it. That's what Hope said. Yeah, it was in the, it was in the, uh, it was in this the epilogue, the little interest, the little intro scene. It was like a quote from Jay Z said, "All I know is real niggas fuck with it." Yeah, but real niggas seem to fuck with. Yeah, but that's isn't that isn't that a? It's the truth. <laughs> that's not. That's that's true. Yeah, that's the truth. I'm saying weren't the, were those li- those were lyrics though? I at the top think. of the at the top of the, the special. Oh, what? Those were all lyrics. I, I don't think so. 
they had Kanye West. You can't tell me nothing. That's really? one of the quotes. Really? You had the Netflix in front of you. I might have been not paying but, attention. Yeah, those were lyrics. I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, real niggas do seem. But they it. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, well, you know, maybe you can't tell me nothing. Is maybe he was using lyrics as a, you know, what I mean, setting the theme. No, for there was definitely a purpose for all of yeah. the quotes that were included. Yeah. And at the end of the day, this is what I chalk it up to, man. Dave Chappelle is an entertainer. He happens to be exceptional at what he does. And this was entertaining. Yeah. That's all I need an entertainer to do is be entertaining. I don't need you to be fucking uh, politically correct. I was about to say, yeah, I don't need... Like, like, it's all fucking jokes, my nigga. It's jokes, and like, if a look, look, if a rapper, if a rapper's rapping about shooting niggas, you're not gonna call him a murderer until he murders somebody. It's just the fact of the matter that if you know you're not the audience for this type of entertainment, then don't look. You know what I'm saying? It's okay like, if it's like, not for you. Like people that complain about what Dave Chappelle is saying, I doubt that they indulge in comedy. Notably. At all, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like these people are regular comedy consumers, and that they watched this and thought that oh, this was just so outlandish because he is m- mild, arguably, to yeah. a lot of other comics who are out there may or may not be as successful as he is, but his content is not so bad where it's like yo, he's crossing a line that no one else has ever crossed before. Yeah, the man is entertaining. He knows how to tell a story. He knows how to bring things full circle. Still include you know some vulnerability in there and talk about his his upbringing and his marriage and things of that nature the man was entertaining bro so it's like one of the funniest things in the epilogue was um he was talking about um these two instances you know during his tour um one he was you know because there's a lot of rape jokes and trans jokes throughout the stand-ups throughout his yeah so his career yeah one of them was like you know he was uh telling jokes and he started doing the rape shit and or maybe started telling some R. Kelly jokes or some shit. And there's a woman in the crowd that just started bawling, crying. Like just was hysterical. And um she got up and like stormed out the room. Mm-hmm. And um she was like before she left, she was like, I'm sorry, but I've been raped. This is you know, this is hard for me to watch. And Dave was like, you know, he took a pause because obviously it's a sensitive time. And, and he was like, he was like, Miss, um, you know, you're not to blame for what happened to you, and it's very bad. And then he took a sip of his drink. Mm-hmm. He was like, "But I'm not to blame either, bitch." Toodle. <laughs> 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 just it just continued that's on with this shit, right? Son, but I'm not to then, blame either. Yeah, and then and then the, and then he was like, "That's how you got the crowd back, right?" But it was still a little, a little like iffy in the room. But he was then he talked about another instance where there um he was at a club in San Francisco and. Um, he was t- was that the club that's his favorite club to yeah, perform? Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, he was going for a while, and the crowd was loving everybody. It was hitting, and he noticed a trans woman in the crowd that was laughing at everything he was saying. Like, you know, how did she, he notice a trans woman in the crowd? Well, I mean, you 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 can. Well, he said he said he saw a uh, he saw a woman that looked like she was trans, which is understandable. I I think we can all identify that. There's certain, you know, certain people, you know, they can disguise it. 100%. That's, that's so toxic. No, 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 it's the truth. It's the truth. It's not bad. I'm not, you know, it's not bad. It's just that the truth. So toxic. It's truth. Just like you can tell a man from a woman, you can tell, a, you know, right. you can tell things from things. But he was like, yeah, she was laughing the whole time. And, um, but, you know, he, he, he was happy that she was laughing, but he knew that it, was, it would come to an end soon because he was about to let the trans jokes rip. <laughs> so... He said the first one that he told, he was really surprised because she laughed even harder at that one than all the other jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think that's, you know, that was his way of saying that people, uh, well, so anyway, um, he said, yeah, so she laughed harder at that joke than any of the other jokes. The show went on and, you know, she, you know, she really enjoyed it. And then he said after the show, you know, everybody, um, everybody was, uh, you know, leaving the show and she was still there at the bar like getting a drink like she was the last one so and she asked him to get a drink and they got a drink whatever whatever and um he was like yeah like you know she was like uh you get a bad rap for telling trans jokes and he was like uh you don't have to say that but she she was basically saying like it's easy it's, it, it, if you can't laugh at yourself you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what, what, like what is wrong with you and, and then Dave Chappelle ended by saying he realized the reason that she was laughing at all of the jokes, and it's because she used to be a man. 
<laughs> Dog. It's like <laughs> the content of the joke matters to me. Personally. People don't like the idea of being the content of a joke at all. Yeah. They don't know how to laugh at themselves. They sensitive. The content of the joke. What did that like, joke really do like to your life? Like making fun of like like if he was to make fun of the fact that like you know there's an increasing mortality rate against transgender. Shout out to whoever of our neighbors is outside yelling just now. God damn, I hate Elvish. I just want to I want to hear the city when I when my windows is open. I don't want to hear fucking little white kids calling for their moms. Yeah, but the white kids is in the city now. Yeah, but it's still, I see some white squeegee boys last week, man. Well, yeah, they was probably on um it's probably here. That's crazy. <laughs> Let me show. But yeah, it's like the content of the joke matters to me. If you're if you're talking about how, you know, you're joking about like trans people dying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, then that's crazy. That's crazy. If that's, you're joking about fucking mass, you know, but he was telling a lot of school shooting jokes, but they was funny. And but that wasn't targeting any specific group. That was just literally no. a commentary on on a, on a current subject. Yes. Yeah. And he also said, um, he also oh, what was the last what was the last thing that he said? He said that uh oh fuck fuck he talking about the transgender woman. And he also said that people um like you know they they he got a lot of flack because uh people like, he was telling jokes about R Kelly and there was a po- there was an article in the New York Times that said that he normalized. R. Kelly by telling jokes about him. Right. So but she was like, "How did why? So how did you not normalize transgender people by telling jokes about them?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, so when you mentioned that uh, the person stormed out of one of his sets because she had been raped, mm-hmm. and he said, "I'm not responsible for it either." That's what I thought of immediately. Was like telling the jokes about it might be seen as normalizing it. Dog, none of this shit is normal. It's just real. And why would you want to tell a normal joke? Like, nigga, we could talk about why the chicken crossed the road all day if we want to, but that's fucking lame, nigga. Like, you have to fucking push the boundary. In art, you have to push the boundary. You cannot be normal. You have to be extraordinary. Like, you have to be, you have to be outside the box. You can't just, the the, 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 the artists that killed themselves are the ones that worried about what niggas thought about the art they was creating. Too much. Yeah. Either, There's a balance. Either you're funny and good at no, 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 no. I mean, not really. Some people really don't give a fuck, and it works. Yeah. It's just if you can do that. But what I'm saying is, if 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 you're if you're um skilled in your craft and you have the right intentions, why would you give a fuck about how people are gonna receive it? Not not caring about what they think about it, but how they're gonna. You know what I'm saying? Like the repercussions. Like fuck that. Right. If it's honest, it's true. Like fuck it. If it's honest, <clears throat> it's true. Um, quickly. Can we can we mention this real quick? I guess this is the crazy the, just shit just I just real quickly because I want to mention why you know I I hate the club again I want to mention that again but well you said it's real crazy because what you said you want to you want to tie this into why you hate the club yeah I want to hear why what like what what the so correlation okay, okay, because okay. I don't see any correlation what I think this is a wild story you want me to read the story you can read the story so apparently <laughs> if you are a DMV native. You've been to a concert at the 930 Club. You may or may not have seen uh, a show at the Anthem recently. Um, but in in the news, the owner of the Anthem and the 930 Club, the same person, Seth Hurwitz. Of Bethesda, Maryland. Where's Bethesda? Bethesda's in Montgomery County. Montgomery County. It's a nice it's a nice area. He's, he's making some good money off of those clubs. Seth Hurwitz, the owner of the Anthem and the 930 Club, as I just mentioned, was recently charged with solicitation of prostitution. <laughs> he, apparently, he asked a massage therapist for a sexual favor during a, ses- a, a session for money. Hurwitz was arrested August 21st. Police say a woman told detective that Hurwitz made inappropriate sexual comments and motions during a massage at her workplace on the afternoon of August 15th and implied she would get a bigger tip for performing sexual acts, police said. She said he also left a roll of cash in view on the floor of the massage room. Oh, he was tricking. (laughs) Hurwitz twice asked the victim if she would go to his home to give a massage in the future and she declined, police said. She told detectives she ended the massage 10 minutes early because of his behavior. 
Hurwitz texted the massage therapist later that day and again the following day. Why did he have the massage therapist number? I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, the victim reported him Well, to- maybe because he didn't, they didn't say he went to a massage parlor, right? This might be a house uh, call person. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. You might be right. I think that's what it is. Because yeah, the massage right. therapist and not necessarily, you know, he yeah. went to massage envy. Okay, um, the, the victim... The victim reported him to police August 16th in, in the phone call and series of texts witnessed by detectives Hurwitz offered her cash for sexual acts. He made an appointment for the morning of the 21st, was arrested when he showed up at the business. Oh, Police said they he, cased him. They, yeah, that's a sting operation. Police said he was carrying 10 $100 bills outside of his wallet. During his contact with the victim, Hurwitz mentioned having similar arrangements with other women, so detectives are looking for other possible victims. Hurwitz's attorney said late last week that it was you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, so th- this is interesting. So why does this make you hate DC clubs specifically? Well, this just makes me hate the club. It's, it's not, there's really no correlation except for that he's a club owner in DC, so it's just like, you know. At the 930. <laughs> yeah. I think my first show might have been there. Um, but but I mean I think there's a larger thing of like, um, you know the person that tweeted this and the reason I saw it was um, Sedna of Purple Hurt. Okay. Um, she was like, why is nobody talking about this and similar things that have gone on in the past in terms of Sedna, the young lady that performed with the ropes. With the ropes she had a nice okay. bald bald head, very beautiful woman. Um, she she was like, yeah, why is nobody talking about this? And I think, you know, it, I mean, even with the Diet Starts Monday thing, wasn't that like a, not even that there was um, mi- misconduct, but it was just a, a lack of understanding and sensitivity to, to um, you know, things that are plaguing women. With Diet Starts Monday as yeah, well? Yeah, the Pill Cosby shit. Yeah, when they first, first rolled out the menu, um, they had a drink called the Pill Cosby. Yeah, and it's also like, I think there's been a couple other allegations for So let me ask you a question about that. Let me ask a question uh-huh. about that because, like, you think, do you think that that Pill Cosby drink was... That should have never happened. Should have never happened. Ever. Do you think that there's a way to present something like that? No. That's tasteful. No. So what I would do you never think that, even do, do no R. Kelly shit, no fucking none of that shit. That's you. That's what I'm saying. So, but... but to bring it back to our conversation about a comedian like Dave Chappelle yeah there's a way that he can do that that would be funny see see comedians make jokes for a living if you're the owner of Diet Starts Monday your job is not to be funny so try something else yeah that's all it is like I'm not trusting you to be funny with a sensitive topic but I'm trusting Dave Chappelle to be funny with a sensitive topic because he's a professional his his job is literally to make uncomfortable things funny and comfortable or just not palatable palatable exactly that was the that was a better word palatable but um he look like a creep yeah he do he do yeah he do um I think it's just interesting because you know we we have to look at this with with a tad bit of nuance um massage therapist do perform sexual acts at times is that is that is that i'm just i'm just saying some of them are going for this oh some of them are going yeah so so Listen, that's my man's for shooting the shot but close mouth don't get fed man but one thing you know if 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 you get blocked on that shot you know move to the next game you understand what i'm saying don't close keep mouth that don't same get because it so, says that he, that he like solicited a couple times and you know she had to say no multiple times yeah somebody somebody told me something over the over the weekend, they said a closed mouth is a closed destiny. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> are, you sure, are you sure that you want to? Uh, you know what I mean. Reference that in reference to this. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a That's a fact. Though. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. That's a fact. Don't close your destiny, man. That's a fact. Um, Let your tongue speak life over whatever you want for yourself. Um, shout out to all the women that uh, responded to my Instagram, talking about how cute the baby pictures were, but didn't submit a single question. Yeah, so we we're supposed All to have a Q and A, a Q and A section directly for this immediately. So I think on my oh, on my page, about two hundred people saw that story. Oh, I said at least two hundred saw it. I don't know. And then on the breaking bread page was another few. So out of let's say roughly three hundred people, we got one question. Was that my question? No. Okay, so we got one actual question. We got one actual question. And we got a suggestion. Shout out to um, I believe it was Baby Badu. You know what I'm saying? We got one question. We got one suggestion. Shout out to the suggestion. I think it's a great suggestion. I don't even think we should mention that. Joke. Yeah, we're not gonna mention it. We trust me. We've been. Um, we've we've been. That was that's been in the works since 
we first started thinking about this shit. So your 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 mind is on the yeah, right track. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, Jerry. If you want some pro, uh, some producer credit, you know, come, come we on, love you. Us. You know that we love you, man. So and we trust that you. We trust your judgment. You know, now we're we're on the same wavelength. Our one and only question was. Mm-hmm. Who's the GOAT, MJ or LeBron? Dog, who the fuck asked that <laughs> shit? Stop lying, dog. Stop lying. Who asked that? Was it Chris? <laughs> Our one and only wanna- question is a question that I will not answer. Because I don't give a fuck. See, that's the thing, man. That's the thing. Yo, shout out to those gentlemen that asked that question. I, I don't know if you'll hear this, but I need, I, I'm gonna challenge you to to give, we we deserve better, and I'll give this, you better. Yeah, you when, you hear, when you hear this, let me know. If Why do did, we give a fuck about MJ or Kobe? Let me, let's ask some podcast questions. Let's ask some culture questions. Let's ask about some real shit. MJ or Kobe? MJ LeBron? LeBron. MJ or LeBron? This is, Come look, on, have we Do we ever talk about sports on this podcast at all? Despite how much sports are loved in this house. This ain't that. It's a bit lazy. It's a bit lazy. Who's the, they said, who's the goat? <laughs> Go, who's the goat emoji? And that's also a dumb question because, nigga, Jordan, duh, nigga. Jordan is the goat? Yes. The goat? Yes. Hmm. Yes. That's interesting. Jordan will never not be the goat. Yeah, we're not supposed to talk about this, be, though. Okay, can it, this, is the, this is the conversation to end all conversations, bro, about the goat in basketball. Because let's answer the one and only question that we got from the podcast. All right. The GOAT is not, you know, it's it's the greatest of all time. That's what the acronym stands for. But that is not what the GOAT means. The GOAT means who is responsible. You understand what I'm saying? Who, who just, who, who was for, godlike? Who, who was responsible for the most success? What, yes, what is the highest peak of fucking skill and dominance and just godlike Jay Z is the goat of rap. We have many. We have many. We have have many great rappers over time, but the greatest of all time is the one that reached God. Like, there's no debate over the skill of Jay Z. There's no debate over the skill of Jordan. There's nothing that Jordan can do. The only, the only, the only thing that Jordan did wrong was leave the game too early. Yeah. No, no, he left the game and then came back. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 like that's like you can't argue. LeBron is is great, but nigga, LeBron is the greatest of our generation. Yeah, but he, Jordan did it first. So unless you unless you go past Jordan, you can't be as good as Jordan in your own generation. You have to do something that he didn't do. Yep. And at this point, LeBron hasn't. You have to pass that 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 ceiling that's already there. LeBron hasn't done anything that Jordan hasn't done. In ter- I mean, in terms of numbers, maybe, but not impact on the game. No. I yeah. think he's there with Jordan. You, you have to, you'd have to, you have to educate me on that in terms of. Bro, literally the dominance of six rings, the dominance of what was it? Um, was it three straight finals? It was, it was some, it was some type of crazy. Yeah, dominance, how many straight bro? finals did LeBron went to though? LeBron went to a lot of finals, but he didn't win all of them. Like Jordan won six. Oh no, yeah, Jordan was six in all the finals. How can you beat that? Averaging 30, 35, 30, some, some crazy type numbers in, in, in the finals? 6-0? Who else that's has done a, that? Literally, who else? The, that's after the 82-game season. Literally, who else? Literally, who else? Nobody. And, and, and if you look at it, okay, the game before Jordan and the game after Jordan. The game before Jordan was, you know, he took that shit to a whole different level. LeBron inherited what Jordan gave him and just and just kept. You understand? So that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna. Broken. Nobody's. Nobody's. That's what I was gonna ask you. What I was gonna ask you is that you'd have to tell me in terms of like player. We got to get off this shit. I know. Talking about fucking. I told you I didn't want to answer the question. Quick. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. Player influence. Mm -hmm. We're in an age now where we very clearly see players acting as. You know, roles that are larger than players. It's almost as if like they're influencing in that trades. Way, in that way, in that way, LeBron has changed the game. Yes, but I'm talking about the actual way it's played. The actual, not 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 like the, LeBron, not the world of basketball, yes. but the game of basketball. Yes, you can change the culture of basketball, but okay. in terms of the way the game is played, 
Like, Jordan's dominance, the way he was dunking on niggas, like, LeBron don't have a jump shot, so you can't be that... You know what I'm saying? You can't change the game that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, 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 can we quickly talk about Jay Z, man? Why niggas hate Jay Z? I think next time that we should, I think next time we should like do a Q and A like a week, a week ahead, so we can give people more time. Because clearly y'all niggas didn't see it. Clearly y'all don't fuck with clearly us. Clearly we gotta post the shit seven, seven, seven times in a week, and 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 inundate you with. We just gotta spam you with this shit because y'all niggas' attention spans is too fucking low. But when I post a motherfucking baby picture, I get all the oh that's so cute. Oh my god. Fuck out of here I'm tired I know I'm cute man I know I look good I, Tell me something I don't know That's why I asked you a question That's why I asked you To ask me a question A lot of people don't know What went into this deal With Jay Z <sighs> beautiful, beautiful And have singer. Comments to make about it anyway Now again This is not me Supporting Or Opposing What Hov is doing In the news recently When it comes to the NFL His deals with The NFL as um, It's like a Entertainment What's like Coordinator you know, type type role that he has. Um, but now we're seeing that. Let's see. Okay, let's click on this because we actually have to read it. I just don't know why niggas hate Jay-Z. Like, I, I really, like, niggas really have hate for Jay-Z. But the, um, the NFL is yeah. to launch an inspired change apparel and songs of the season through its social justice platform called Inspire Change. Um, let's see. Meek Mill, Megan Trainer, and Rhapsody are named amongst Inspired Change advocates. Um, they'll perform during a free concert at NFL Kickoff Experience, presented by EA Sports Madden 20 in Chicago's Grant Park. Um, today, the NFL and Rock Nation announced that the launch of Inspired Change Apparel and Songs of the Season, which are two, so Inspired Change is one business, and Songs of the Season is a separate entity. Um, those two businesses are a part of their new partnership. And, okay, let me, let me take you. Inspire Change Apparel, a new social enterprise model, will fund and support. <laughs> okay, just let me read it. I think, you know, I just want to alternate, you know, like in class. We can go back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you, you just thought of that now? Yeah. You like, just read an article just now, you didn't do that. Read I, the article. I apologize, you're right, I'm selfish sometimes. Inspire Change Apparel, a new social enterprise model, will fund and support Inspire Change programs across the country. Proceeds this sounds like good shit to me Before we yes. get any further. Yes, exactly That's what I'm saying Niggas actually read But let's continue Proceeds from this venture Will support Organizations committed To the key priorities Of Inspire Change Which are Education and economic empowerment Police and community relations And criminal justice reform The Inspire Change apparel line Designed by artists Will be available Later in the 2019 season So it seems as though they're, They have this apparel line That's going in, that's pretty much a promotional tactic for these different initiatives that they're doing in in these inner cities. And then the songs you of the season. Niggas want to go on Twitter and say that Jay Z sold out Colin Kaepernick to sell T-shirts. You niggas is idiots. Like for real. Like, that's honestly how I feel. Just read. But let's go to the next thing because I think there's one more. You yeah, this read. is this is more about the songs of the yeah. season. So this is the music aspect that involves Megan Trainor, Rhapsody, and Meek Mill. Um, I don't think Megan Trainor is signed to. Black I don't even know who Megan Trainer is. Megan Trainer is the white Lizzo, or Lizzo. Is I know the she's black. white. That's why I'm confused. Why Lizzo? Lizzo is the name. black Megan Trainer. Um, but that's white neither here nor there. Um, the company songs of the season is a multi-tier season-long initiative that will highlight superstars and emerging artists of all genres. Uh, they will showcase musicians that will create and deliver a song to be integrated in all LFL promotions each month during the season. The songs will debut during an in-game broadcast and will be simultaneously released to all digital streaming platforms, otherwise known as DSPs, worldwide. All proceeds from the songs will go towards Inspire Change, the apparel so he's so, so this is what he's doing. Let's just recap briefly and then we'll continue. Now we're talking about um, new music from artists that we you know, want to hear we support music from. Love Rhapsody. Um, and these Love these artists are going to be benefiting, um, namely from the name recognition. Um, these songs being debuted live during the NFL. Um, so people like Rhapsody, Meek Mill, um, and Megan Trainor, um, and you know maybe other artists will have that name recognition. Because I don't know how many you know what the demo. I know what the demographic of the NFL is, but I don't know how many of that demographic will know about a Rhapsody until they hear that song on the, on yeah. the platform. And in conjunction with that, they're not even getting paid from this. All proceeds, what does it say? All proceeds from the songs will we'll go, go to, to Inspire, Inspire Change. Change, the same initiative. So we're doing the shirts 
and songs in terms of promotion. Yeah, for, it's the it's, for, it's, for it's the apparel changes. company. So yeah, so the apparel company is is one entity, and then again, these concerts are free. Mm-hmm. But when these concerts happen, the songs performed at the concerts are exclusive songs for songs of the season yes. and they get released online yes so it's that, like a benefit yeah so all of the streaming benefit all of the streaming or not all of it i don't think all of the 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 proceeds go to it but a percentage of the of the proceeds from how much money they make from streaming so those exclusive like music will go back into the apparel company that's also a positive initiative and they're pretty much doing like you know pre-game pre-game shows and halftime shows like that's pretty much what the concert yep. uh, uh, you know, format will be the NFL kickoff experience. I believe that the beginning of the season, beginning of the regular season, will take place on September fifth. Um, yeah. So pretty much, um, we're not going to spend too much time on this because we've been recording for this, a long fucking yeah, time. Yeah, and, and this 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 this, this, this all I want to really say about mm-hmm. this is that you niggas is stupid, bruh. I won't even say that. You're ignorant without even wanting to search for information. You're just, it's, and it's the group think mentality that you were talking about about on social media, things of that nature. Yeah, so I, I, I agree with that, is that you should at the very least read something about what you're talking about. If you read this and still think that, damn, it feels like Hove just made a really good business move because he's a businessman and it's not as socially charged as we thought it was. I understand that being a criticism. That's cool with me. If you read this or you read something and see that, okay, I don't necessarily see, you know, it's serving what purpose I want Hove to serve. You know what I'm saying? Which is which is another thing mm-hmm. is that they're they're they're, they're placing, internalizing the shit. Yeah, they're internalizing like, it, and it talk- goes back to what we was talking about about like how people feel entitled over you know people's decisions. Like yeah, and even with the shit like um, Hove said the thing about. Um, he said that the broken family structure has an effect on how black kids respond to um, p- police, their interactions right. with police because they have a lack of respect for authority. Yeah. That makes sense. It's true. Like, like it's not okay that, but that police respond poorly to a lack of authority, but... Or black kids don't respond. But, no, 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 no. What I'm saying... Okay, okay, no, no. What I'm saying, what I meant to say was it's not a good thing that the police are are using bullets as a response to these kids acting out. Yeah. And these kids not being able to respect authority, whether it's an authority that's, um, you know, justified or properly placed. Like, I don't agree with what police are doing, but I know better than to tell a cop, fuck you. Like, I know better than that. I know, I know, I know, I know that whether the authority they have is warranted or not, I know they have it. So I'm not going to tell the cop to suck my dick. I'm just not going to do that. Like, I'm just not going to do that unless I'm out of my mind, I'm intoxicated or something. Like, I'm, I'm going to know, um, you know, how to operate in terms of saving myself from, like, like that is true. Like, and, and you know the reason why? Because when I was younger and my pops, you know, maybe I wasn't agreeing with everything he was saying. I knew he could slap the shit out of me or tell me to get the wooden spoon. And I respected that. Whether, whether you know, he was justified or whatever he was doing, that was an authority. So like, nigga, you're if 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 you growing up, you have nothing. We just talked about how um, TK probably don't got no parents. Yeah. Like, if you don't have any guidance or authority growing up, you don't think you're on top of the world and you got it. You can move however the fuck you want to move in this world, and there's not going to be any repercussions. People. So, people, so why are you t- talking about? Oh, Jay Z sounds like a fucking uh um um. um what is it? Political correct uh, apology? Th- whatever. Like apologist. An apologist. Yeah, like. Nigga, there's truth in both sides. There's truth. No, the cops shouldn't be shooting niggas as a response to this, but you shouldn't be telling cops to suck your dick either. There's, there's, there's seems to be a lot of miscommunication happening, especially because, like we were just talking about with you know Dave Chappelle's special, again, um, just because somebody brings light to the fact that, you know. Black kids, you know, the, the the lack of authority, like the house structure, you know what I'm saying? How they how things contribute. We're not excusing the evils that are our results mm-hmm. of the yeah. treatment. We're not excusing We're the, the disproportionate rate that black souls are, are, are losing their lives at the hands of police. We just seen a video the other day, like two days ago, where a gentleman was in a, a rear naked choke. It looked like there was uh, like these this juiced up MMA fighter. Yeah, we and the also cops seen the video of the fucking white boy that was naked. Um, what, did he shoot at a cop or something like that? You know what I'm, I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure he shot at somebody. Um, he shot at somebody. Like we know this shit ain't right, but and they still sub- they did they, they they seem to, you know, 
take care of him without lethal force, but a black man on the floor, you know, was was being choked to death. And while he was being choked, they tased him and went unconscious. And the police tried to insinuate that he was faking being unconscious. No one is excusing any of that. Yeah. Remain objective if you can help it. It has to be an active practice. Remain objective. Somebody like Jay-Z saying what he said is a truth. It is not saying that this is an excuse for what's happening. It's not minimizing what's happening. This is a truth. People are having conversations. Comedians are writing jokes. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, bro, I just want to... Um I just want to shout out to all the um, all the people that's scamming on Twitter, talking about follow me and retweet me, because I want to, you know, send a thousand dollars to to five of my random followers. Um, yeah, shout I out see, Cash I App, see, man. I see right through you, niggas. Cash App Fridays and all you people that's, that's perpetuating that shit. Let me know when it work out for you, because I see dear friends of mine falling for the scam, and it it really makes me want to crawl a day. I retweet Lido's every week, man. Lido's. What is Lido's? Lido's, they be giving away like $50 Lido's cards that's, and that's, stuff. That's respectable and commendable. I'm talking about random niggas that are self-proclaimed philanthropists and some that are not. I'm talking about if we retweet five, this, five, I'll send you. Five, five people follow me and retweet this and I'll send you $1,000. I'm just feeling generous. Like And you know, the, with I'm the picture of the bank account. Yeah, I'm going to pray for y'all. Also, I want to pray for all the um, whoever's behind all these fucking shadow accounts on Instagram that's adding me to these group chats talking about hey babe what you doing like I don't I don't want to see no why has that been happening so much recently I don't know if Nigga, it's just all of this we, shit is scammers you guys, bro you guys say something if it's we hear this let me know let me know if you if you hear this and you still getting added to a lot of salacious spammy should be saying Instagram should be saying messages. follow me so I can DM you with a with a with a with a no eighteen. You don't have to follow. Do you have to follow somebody on Twitter to DM you, or is that a thing that like people? No, you don't. That's a that's a that's a um. People that don't follow you, you can turn it on and off. You can turn people it on that off. don't yeah, follow so you, like that's a fucking they, you can you can get a DM low. from them, but you have to accept or decline it. So you have to tweet to decline it at that point. Niggas is not low, man. I don't know what's I, going on. I see on right through y'all right niggas, now, man. man. And, and and you know we can round this up by saying, um, actually maybe we could play this fucking Ryan Leslie clip because I feel as though. Um, and you know this conversation is had all the time I just think that people we we need to recalibrate how we use in the internet um, I think the internet and just we need to rethink the idea of social capital and how you receive it yeah I mean just specifically like you know it's a lot of dumb shit just realize I know I'm, I like to laugh I like to laugh but like it's a lot of dumb shit on here that you know, gets attention, and you know that's all niggas. I like sometimes I just be scrolling down Twitter and I just get a headache, bro. I just get a headache, and I'd rather you know, I'd rather just use it for promotion and and as a news source these days. I'd rather you know if just, if you could even do that. Well, it's, that's what I'm saying. I, that's why I said I get a headache. I go on Twitter for that, but you know, then I see the jokes and it's funny, blah blah, and I get you know distracted. But it's like I'd rather just and maybe I gotta clean up my timeline a little bit. That's what it is. You got to prune some things, man. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. We talk about that content diet often on this podcast, man. You have yeah. to, you have to start pruning. You I know, just and, and that my includes that includes from the city. I just want to see my favorite artists from you know the world. I just want to see you know the current events like from reputable news sources, and you know that's pretty without much downloading it. each of their individual yeah. apps. Yeah, and some beautiful women. That's Every once in a while. It. Yeah, but not you know not none of the fucking goofy shit, man. This shit is fucking annoying. Um, the milk of life. This. Let's see if we can pull up this uh, Ryan Lizzie clip. That's the number one way, like I said, to reduce your dependency on luck and getting more placements and getting to the money, getting to the bag, getting into the right room. This is Ryan Lizzie. More shows, whatever. You have to use this piece of glass. I would say that, I, and I put y'all on the spot right now. If you went into your piece of glass, meaning a phone, and all three of them got beatmaker shirts on. Right now, and we just looked at how many contacts you actually have in your phone, right? Mm -hmm. My estimation is that you're only probably in touch with maybe 3% of the contact. Somehow those exactly. people made it into, yeah, if that. Somehow those people actually made it into your phone. Now, there was a movie that came out that came out a while back called Limitless. Yes. And the concept, the premise of the movie was that we only use 3% of our brain. 
right? Mm -hmm. So if we only use 3% of our brain and we doing all right as, you know, human civilization, and then we reapplied that to the fact that we're only using about 3% of the people that we've ever met in our phones, my goal, my aim has always been to how do I increase that percentage? Because the more conversations that I'm having, the more opportunity I'm creating. If you feel like you're not where you want to be in your career, financially, professionally, et cetera, and you're not making 30 phone calls a day, the same amount of time that you're spending like, yo, I'm, I'm getting nice with my keys, you better get nice with your relationship building. And guess Yeah, oh, I don't want to play that too long, but I think the him talking about making 30 calls a day really resonated with me. And just, you know, being in contact and, you know, the ability to network. And networking isn't just going out to these mixers and, and seeing the same people that you see every time and saying, I'm going to hit you, and then never hitting them. Like, actually making 30 phone calls a day, like, that that shit hit me. I'm like, damn, like, it's a, definitely a lot more I could be doing in terms of communicating, sharing ideas, just actually pushing shit, like, in terms of talking, not just seeing niggas on Instagram, like, talking to people about, you know, tangible things. The same more than, bro, we got a link, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so 30 calls a day, man. I'm trying to, maybe I'll do 15 this week. And yeah. see, see, how I could, see how I could start off with that. Yeah, it's just, it's just again, making sure that that relationship building. I think, I think that a lot of what people lack, and it's another product of the age that we're in, is that the genuine connection between people seems to get lost. People don't know how to, you know, connect in that way anymore, yeah. especially when it comes to the creative industry. A lot of people have spent their 10,000 hours developing and owning their crafts but because of that their social skills might lack and yeah. it hinders the business you know and they're incapable of spending just one hour working on their, their sociability and how they interact with their supporters and potential supporters I'm quickly I want to ask you a quick question then we can end this shit man because we've been, we've been we've been here for, for some time um do you think there will ever be a point that you'll have to choose between um your business and your family Will there ever be that point? Yeah. Um, yes, I think inevitably if if you take both things seriously, you take anything seriously in this life, um, there'll be times where you have to make priorities, restructure priorities, reconfigure them. So let me ask you, if that point came, what would you choose? And why? I choose my business for the betterment of my family. Do you think that um, I don't think family can benefit business. Do you think that your family will see you as will see it at, because a lot of times what happens is you choose the business and you say I'm doing this for my family, but what your family really in reality needs is you and not whatever money or whatever legacy you're leaving with your business. They just need you to be there. Right. Also, that lack of resources though, they're only feeling that way because their needs are being met otherwise. Somehow. Because of the business, I think that's cheapening. Because niggas like real interaction. Like I'm not. Yeah, I'm not disregarding. So, no, you said you said they're only saying that because their needs are met. I'm like they're yeah. You you people have hierarchies or you know what I'm saying. Like when we talk about Aisha Curry earlier this year, right? There was commentary about her worrying about what she worries about because otherwise all her needs are being met. Yeah, but in terms of. Like the family, I, I I think I understand what you're saying, but in terms of family, like raising a family, yeah, like I don't, I think that's discounting it too much because saying that they're only worrying about it because their needs are met. Well, if their needs weren't being met, would I don't think their needs being met has anything to do with yeah. needing. Like, but 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 also you're not like the priorities. Like I said, it could shift. Like it's not like. You asked me if I had to choose at one point between the two, what would I do? I think what the, the reason I asked that is because, like, okay, let's say you chose your business for the betterment of your family. 20 years down the line, right? Or even, like, these, these, these NBA players that, you know, they see their families for two months out of the year, and you miss, you miss, you know, pivotal, you miss graduations and birthdays and, and dinners and babies being born, all because you're... You're, you're prioritizing your business for the betterment of your family, right? But you can't get the moments back, right? So mm -hmm. the fact that you those moments are intangible. I understand, you know, that 
oh, you, you can only worry about that because I, everything else is taken care of, which is why I'm doing this and choosing this. But what I'm saying is that I don't think, you know, um, that it can be discounted, you know, missing those pivotal moments, like missing weddings, missing, you know, the birth of children, missing years of, of children, of your child's life. But you're not going to be there for everything anyway. I think that what you're saying is accurate. You're going to miss a lot when you prioritize those things. But if the off season were to come and I was still prioritizing that over my family, well, that'd be cause for issues. It's just going to be slow, though, because, you know, and we'll get off this, but, you know, you start off, you know, only doing it when you need to, and then it becomes comfortable, and then you just get addicted to, you know, the success that you're getting, and you feel as though you can't put anything above that shit. Like, I just, the, and the reason I asked that question is, um, you know, Joey Postel's uh, album release was last night. Yeah. And, At um, Auto Bar in, yeah, in Baltimore. Shout out to Joey Postel. Very dope project back and forth um, released last week. Bush Dawson performed, Soda performed. Um, you know, and I really wanted to go, man, just because I, I enjoy your music. I, I feel as though supporting, you know, people in real life is, is a thing that should be taken seriously. And um, just overall, it looked like it was about to be a dope event, you know, really good music. Um, but, you know, just we had some other things that we had to handle. And I honestly felt as though, like, I had to be there, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and be there in person for somebody and, and, and you know, um, share a moment that, you know, you know, they're, that I felt as though that's what they would want from me in terms of my family. You understand what I'm saying? They would want me to be there for them for a birthday or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in all honesty, my nigga, if I didn't feel that guilt, not even guilt, but if I didn't feel that, um, if, if, if I was able to not have empathy, I, I, I would have rather went to that joy show. I'm not going to lie to you. I wish I was able to say, fuck it. I don't care about a birthday because I care about this business so much mm -hmm. that I'm going to go here. I know it's her birthday, but you know what I'm saying? I need to handle this. Cause, cause that's, but that's, that's, that's a larger conversation because the business that you're talking about is not just something like, it's not just a monetary investment. You know what I'm saying? Like your drive for well, that's doing what I'm saying. business. I'm not, is, I'm not is, ever talking about, see, I didn't even begin talking about a monetary investment. I'm just saying choosing a business. Like, in terms of your time and attention. Yeah, it's not that it's not it's not that black and white. Like I'm not just choosing working over my family, but some people's work is like literally their livelihood more than financial stability. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like that decision gets harder to make when what you're doing for work is more than just work. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking about about it like if I'm just the CEO of Dunder Mifflin, <laughs> am I am I am I clocking in extra hours? going to extra conferences if I had to choose just because you know what I'm saying like yeah. you don't give a damn well, about yeah. that yeah and like I said it starts as a semi store you start out doing it on a need need basis but then it starts to you know you start to say damn like you just get addicted to to, to you know whatever whatever uh, benefits you reap. but um you know let's 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 uh, let the people go man we've been here for a while um it's getting late why you I'm uh, um uh, you know, we get we get uh, say goodbye to the people. Thank 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 you everybody for tuning into another uh, episode episode twenty one of the Breaking Bird podcast. Briefly, um, you niggas that been asking me for video, you gonna have to pay for that shit. And um, I'll leave it at that. When the, when the details come, you'll you'll see. But um, that shit don't come free, cause the time I put in ain't free. Um, is there anything you want to leave the people with? <sighs> I hope y'all had a restful weekend. Um. September is here now. Big fat. This is one of those episodes where, you know, we're just checking in, checking the temperature, gauging how far along you are and achieving what you wanted for yourself this year. Um, we're not stopping. We're not stopping. So if you don't have anybody else in your life or you don't listen to anything else that encourages you to get up and go after it, let this be a reminder that we are now in month nine mm -hmm. out of 12. Mm -hmm. Time didn't stop for you, man. Quarter of the year is left, man. It didn't stop for you. The summer, the summer is over now. It's no longer hot girl summer. It's Grand Theft Autumn. I've heard. 
Yo, fuck that, my nigga. That's hilarious, though. Fuck that. What does that mean, bro? Y'all gonna be stealing cars? Do y'all know what grand theft auto means? Anyway, auto. Anyway, yeah, I understand. Okay, Grand Theft Auto, which derives from Grand Theft Auto, but even if it's Grand Theft Auto, this see now y'all fall into the motherfucking trap, man. Hot Girl Summer started off being about women enjoyment. Then niggas started taking it to a nigga being a scammer, just being a fuck nigga for advancement of his own self. And now you're owning that same shit. Just hold on to your own fucking concept. Or this guy, you type, bro. Yes, come bro, on. Yo, the internet on. is a fucking wild place. Or just, man, just turn the phone off and enjoy your life, man. Just enjoy the people that surround you. Enjoy what really matters. Find a purpose and dedicate, you know, dedicate, dedicate forty hours a week to that purpose, man. And at the least. At the least. And if you're not. You know why are you dedicating all these hours to pointless shit on the internet? Because a lot of people want to be are entrepreneurs you, because they can't do forty are, hours a week at their job. Are you? Are you? Are you? Here, are you on this earth to to laugh at the internet? Or are you on this earth to change this earth? And if the if the answer is the latter, then put more time into changing the earth, man. Get the fuck off the internet, man. This shit is. Ugh, I, gotta, I gotta go on a cleanse, man. This takes a lot more time than you're nine to five. I, I can say that much. Without. Any guaranteed return on your investment. We're recording a podcast on Labor Day instead of going to a mixy cookout like we would much rather be going to. And, you know, it's because we believe in this so much. We feel as though we couldn't sacrifice this, so we have to sacrifice other things. But we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not going to keep the people. Baby, welcome to the party. (laughs) For too much longer, man. Um, This is episode 21 of Breaking Bread. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. And um, next time we ask y'all niggas for questions, you know, don't be shy. Don't don't be shy then. Don't disrespect. Why are you shy then? Don't disrespect us, man. Instead of you to be shy when you're asking to be on the show, <laughs> you're being shy ah, when it comes fact. time for question. Oh, these niggas People don't, don't have shame, man. Yeah, man. With that, man. With that, we all will see you guys next week. Have a blessed week. Short week ahead, man. Get to the bag. Get to the paper. And we'll see you for episode 22, man. Next week.